0: Autobots, transform! <laughs> Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today, it is Transformers Prime Season 2 Wrap-Up. It is
1: the end. This episode was written by John and Paul, and it was directed by John and Paul. And the last time on Transformers <laughs> Prime, Optimus made the very, 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 very stupid choice to put the children's lives above the future of Cybertron, and then he trusted Megatron to do the right thing. Bah! And in this episode, we're gonna do the. You guys know the route, or uh, yeah, you've been here, uh, guys and gals, <laughs> I should say. But um, we're let's start this one, Paul. Uh, and, and if this is your first time listening, uh, first off, you picked the wrong episode to come into. Um, <laughs> might I recommend the beginning of the podcast? Yes. But if, yes. Uh, if this is your first time, we do our favorite and least favorite opto- Autobots, Decepticons episodes, and humans. So, Paul, who is your favorite Autobot from Transformers Prime Season 2? Well, this time I went with Ratchet. Because oh. I've
0: said it many, many times before. I, I love the Doctor character. I really missed the Doctor character that we didn't have in Beast Wars and Beast Machines. Well, Rhinox is kind of a bit. But uh, definitely Ratchet this time. Because uh, although I picked RC last time, she didn't really, I don't know, impress me as much. But But Ratchet just just his attitudes and 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 the way he would go on about stuff is like i don't know i really liked him this time like why don't you just text them like and 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 then at the end where he just lets prime have it like optimus we needed that like that was good and where he was just so let down that it that it had come to that yeah oh i don't know plus it's jeffrey combs doing the voice right so it's i just really like ratchet this time yeah
1: fair enough and I, I i will agree with you a lot on ratchet he grew this season he came to understand the kids a little better it felt like yeah the, the whole cool. bit with him and Wheeljack, i did like that um and yeah jeffrey coombs I, i've said this before on the show but dear listener go watch reanimator y- you've got to love the 80s horror movies to watch it but man watch reanimator jeffrey coombs deserved an oscar for that thing My favorite Autobot Paul was uh, RC. She came in again. I gave her uh, props again. Oh, she was that close for, for me definitely second place she still kicks ass both physically and with her attitude but she like this season i felt that she was always in the right when she had to strip down smoke screen for being a jackass when she had to reprimand jack for playing pranks when she would question optimus every time she spoke up against someone or pointed out someone's flaws i was like she's right well yeah and she's not doing it just to
0: disagree for the sake of disagreeing she has experience like things she's been through they're like no that that's not the right way to do it and let me tell you why because this happened to me once or or some other example yeah
1: yeah so on to least
0: favorite autobot who did you choose uh, again it this is least favorite because i like all these guys but uh if, if you don't count wheeljack because he's just here and gone but um it's still bumblebee it's still bumblebee because yeah i didn't like him in g1 i don't get the (laughs) but just he didn't really grow much more from season one like i don't know least favorite i
1: I, (laughs) yeah i understand He, he he didn't do anything special this season to lift him up to so so i i i'm i'm with you on that level of like Shania Twain's at the best. He don't impress me much. Yeah. But when it comes to least favorite Autobot, I went with Smokescreen. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks some more. Then he apologizes for sucking, insists he won't suck again, and then he sucks again. He just... It, there was... I don't like that loudmouth idiot character. I know I've said it before. He's Cheetor 2.0. <laughs> and I don't have the time of day for him.
0: Uh, well, uh, I... Didn't hate him that much. I thought he was an alright character. My biggest problem with Smokescreen was that he wasn't Sideswipe or he wasn't Mirage. Mm -hmm. Because at first it's like, man, this guy could easily have just been Sideswipe. And Michael Bell is even still alive, right? They could have got him in here to do the voice. Or if it was Mirage, Frank Welker is already here doing Megatron. Like It's the only explanation why it wasn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I agree they could have brought... And it would have been nice to have old voices in, but anyway... Um, I'm going to give a special commendation in uh, my least favorite Autobot, and it was Optimus Prime. Sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, in the, It was really in that last episode where I was just... he He's done a couple dumb things. It, he's trusted Megatron a few times. That whole bit um, in Grill, which we'll get to later, where he, he's on an, uh, a mil, human oh, military man. base, and he's like, <laughs> is it the Decepticons? Yes. No, you dummy. <laughs> So, yeah, he, he, <laughs> he went down a peg for me in this season, but my least favorite is definitely Smokescreen. Let's get to some more positive stuff. Who is your favorite Decepticon? Oh, man, it's still Megatron.
0: Yeah, this, I chose the same. It's, it's Frank Welker doing the voice, and this is an awesome fucking Megatron. And near the end of it, he really gets evil, you know what I mean? Oh, like,
1: crank to 11. And, and Borderline turns into Galvatron there yep. for a bit. Yeah, 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 you were
0: saying. Just an awesome awesome character
1: yeah he he has machiavellian plans like as much as optimus is just i'm doing the right thing i'm doing but i megatron has plans he enacts the plans and he has this brutal rule over the decepticons Mm. i I wasn't crazy that he sacrificed dreadwing to bring uh starscream back into the fold yeah but even on a story level that works so yeah everything megatron did thumbs up well, it's almost like Megatron even says, like,
0: Starscream, you're way more uh, useful to him as as an ally than an enemy, or it's almost like it'd be better to keep Starscream close to keep an eye
1: on him, right? That way I but know you're not shot out him in the head. doing things against me, yeah. Yeah. I, I, anyway, I, I'm, I'm pro-Megatron. Who is your least favorite Decepticon? Greg. <laughs> really? or, or,
0: or any of the Insecticons, really, because uh, they just can't they they keep changing the rules with these guys they keep moving they the do. goalposts like sometimes like they're so powerful not even megatron or Optimus can really you know slug it out with them and other times you can just shoot them down it, it they remind me of them the flying things in uh resident evil 4 if you shoot those guys while they're still flying they die with one shot but if they land and come at you you fucking had it like it, it's just like that like it, it depends on what they're doing what has to how powerful they are when you get in a fight with them.
1: Fair enough. So uh, my choice, um, I honestly didn't even think of Greg or the other Insecticons, which they, or the Vehicons. So they, yeah, I might've chose them to be honest my answer was honestly abstain oh um when it comes to the decepticon like the core group your knockout your breakdowns your dreadwings your star Wars, all them everyone had a role they had a character they all filled the role and they all had a moment in season two that allowed them to kick some ass or at least enact some plans yeah breakdown kind of went out like a bitch but even his corpse contributed to the progression of the overall story so eh. I do, I do have a special commendation, uh, Silas, when he spells his name stupid and <laughs> yes, gets like into the breakdowns of cybernetic, quote, like robotic, like that character,
0: uh, whatever it stood for you,
1: light like form augmented by symbiosis or whatever, but, um... He he wasn't a real Decepticon, but there's kind of an asterisk by his name there just because he was trying to be relevant, but he didn't bring anything to the table. So whew, throw that out the window. Uh, what was your favorite episode, Paul? There are a lot of good
0: ones in this, but I went with uh, Out
1: of the Past,
0: where Miko and Ursy, you have girl talk or whatever you want to call it but they they finally seem to become friends because before that they're always like oh well miko thinks it's a good idea yeah why don't you just marry her yeah yeah
1: there was a lot of that
0: yeah it's just like rc finally got to i don't know work through some demons from her past kind of thing and miko kind of sees this Autobot warrior basically in a whole new light like
1: wow she she's been through a lot yeah and it's i'm glad this series didn't just dwell on it and have rcb mopey and sad all the time but like you can't deny that that woman has been through probably the worst out of everyone well yeah it seems if she didn't have bad luck she'd have no luck at all really is a good way to put it uh, my favorite episode was Toxicity. Oh, that was a good one. It was so good. But not just, like, it was a solid episode. There was some good brutal fights in it. But it brought together the previous three episodes where they were all hunting down relics. The screenwriting was so tight. The timing was almost flawless. Mm. Um, and it, it did little things like develop Fowler and Bulkhead's relationship. So in the last episode of the season, Fowler can just call Bulkhead two-ton and we all get it. Yeah, because that's when it all kind of meshes together. Exactly. Everything came together. Um, Everything about that episode was bang on. It even gave some like lingering issues for the Autobots to deal with. It was the reason we got the episode hurt was because Bulkhead was down. It was the reason we got out of the past because Miko was dealing with shit. So it Mm. it was just very good episode. probably one of the strongest points in the season, in my opinion. How about your least favorite, Paul? Well, I went with
0: Grill. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Because it. It it could have been thirty seconds long. It could have been, uh, we heard Optimus Prime is dead. No generally, you're wrong. Here's Optimus
1: Prime. Hi there, I'm Optimus Prime. The end. Like it's but, it was it's a clip but, show, so uh, it I mean it kinda sucks to begin with. But yeah, even like you were saying the it, it most of it didn't have to happen. General Bryce was asking questions which he should have known the answers to. Yes. And then, yeah, Optimus thought, I said earlier. You're that, the general and you don't know this yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Optimus <laughs> thinks the military base is a Decepticon threat. There was a, a soldier in there, like a low-ranking private recording, yes. a very high-level conversation. Everything about that the was wrong. Damn quarter. Oh, and, and special uh. commendation to Patch, like same shit, different pile. Yeah, exactly. And a special screw you to Dwayne Nice and Capizzi. <laughs> Alright, let's so, uh, Let's, let's get that hatred behind us. Who's your favorite human, Paul?
0: Oh, still Miko, man.
1: Yeah, I sure the same. A hundred
0: percent. That character is just awesome. I just don't know what else to say about
1: <laughs> her. I, and I, I agree. There's not a lot to say. The big thing that... Resonated with Miko to me was, I think, I don't know if you remember in the last wrap up for season one, I was saying that this was kind of the season where you see Jack go from being like a child to an adult. Yeah. This is kind of that same moment for Miko. She was dealing with some serious shit in a lot of this season. Mm. And there was that little moment between her and Jack at the end. She understands RC better. It just feels like she is going from a little child to an adult now and she's starting to understand. The shit that she's in.
0: Yeah, because before that, everything it was all happy go lucky. Oh, let's play. Let's go off roading. Let's play super guitar band, rock and roll party, video games, everything. But now it's it's like she's realizing, you know, things are getting serious here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Who is your least favorite
0: human? <sighs> least favorite. Least favorite. Still Raph. And only because this time they. Really didn't do anything with him other than Nothing. when they all bridge
1: into his bedroom and he hacks the thing. But yeah, he was he was almost non-existent for most of this season. In fact, there were a number of episodes. Well, until they needed him for his his one ability, and Exa- that was it. Yeah, Th- there yeah.
0: was no character development with him. Like much like Bumblebee. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he, he's just there because he was there before. Yeah,
1: that's a good answer. Mine is gonna be Vaunce the Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> He showed he didn't up even for like ten thing. I, I know, but he showed and I was I was wasn't gonna include him, but then I was like he look, he showed up for ten seconds and I hated all ten seconds of it. I, I, he's just a fucking waste of space. Fuck him. I still hate him.
0: Because it showed him kind of talking to some girl in the background, and then, and then when he pulls up next to Jack that time, and throws the burger at his. Yeah, fuck at that smoke guy.
1: screen. Yeah. So Paul, we're kind of wrapped up a little early. Yeah. I have another game for you. This oh. one is a Transformers multiple choice. Oh. Okay. All right. I am. Go- I've, I have four questions. So your score will be from one twenty-five, fifty, seventy-five percent to a hundred. Um, And I will ask you the question, give you the answers, and then you tell me if it's A, B, C, or D. Okay. So this is a multiple choice quiz about transformers. And begin. Uh, Tree falls (laughs) in the forest. Over to Palastate Parkway. (laughs) Um, So seriously, though. uh, Question one. Which of the following does not change in a transformer? A, current. B, voltage. C, frequency. D, all of the above. Ooh. I would say... Frequency. C. You are correct! It is frequency. Question two. What does the degree of mechanical vibrations produced by the laminations of a transformer depend upon? A, the tightness of clamping. B, the the gauge of laminations. C, the size of the laminations. Or D, all of the above. I have no fucking idea. So B. (laughs) That is incorrect. It was all of the above. Oh, okay. Question number three. What does a transformer's routine efficiency depend upon? A, the supply frequency. B, the load current. C, the power factor of the load or D, both B and C. <laughs> oh. um, let's go with D. D sounds. Uh... That is correct. Oh, it is both well. the load current and the power factor. Everybody of the load. knows that. Who doesn't know that? That's like G1 stuff.
0: It's like how many fish swim under London Bridge in an hour. Everybody knows that. Four. Right?
1: And here we are, question four. What is the expected dielectric strength of transformer oil? A, 1 kilovolt. B, 33 kilovolts. C, 100 kilovolts. Or D, 330 kilovolts. I think I'm going to go with C on that one. Mm. Oh, you were so close. It is B at 33 kilovolts. And Paul, you at least came out of this quiz that, let's be honest, you shouldn't have gotten a single answer right (laughs) with 50%. That's pretty good. Right now, there's an electrical engineer out there like, what's wrong with you? How did you not know that it was the gauge of the laminations? <laughs> and here we are at the end of uh, another episode and another season of Transformers Prime. The next thing we're going to do is get into season three of Transformers huh, tri, prime, 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 prime. Beast Hunters! Yeah! I'm really interested in this. I'm, I'm curious to see where they take the stories. Yeah. I've read a few things. I know we're going to see... The Predacons, which could Ooh, be interesting, be cool. I'm gonna bet we get a shit ton more Insecticons too, and and June and Fowler are gonna fuck. <laughs> you figure, huh? They they have to. <laughs> it, it, they have to fuck on the level that a cartoon for twelve year old kids can show us. They fuck. <laughs> I don't know what that level is, but it's going to happen. They hold hands. Yeah well no they already did that yeah. yeah yeah if you want to see something that's fucked you can find us on twitter i'm at john Sobey paul is at p mcpherson one yeah make sure you rate and review us
0: in your podcast app whatever it is you're listening to us with and tell all your friends tell everybody you know
1: you can tell them they can find old episodes of the transformers nitpickers podcast show at transformers nitpickers.podbean.com and until the next episode keep on transforming see you next time
0: And this is an awesome fucking Megatron.